Well, members of the SA Municipal Workers Union, SAMU, they've been speaking to leaders about a way forward for what I think is their illegal strike in Tswane. Workers are demanding they be paid the 5.4% increase agreed to at the SA Local Government Bargaining Council in 2021. Tswane says it can't afford to pay for the increase. It's applying for an exemption. Over the weekend, a worker for the Tswane Council went to Montana to deal with the water problem, was on his way home when he was shot and killed. The claim seems to be that, in fact, this was the result of striking workers. Celia Brink is the mayor of the city of Tswane. Mr. Mayor, good morning. Thanks for your time. Good morning, Stephen. As I understand it, the claim has been made by the city that this worker was shot dead by striking workers by some members, I presume. Do you have evidence to prove that? Is that the claim you're making? Just a correction. The employee was not killed. Uh, he was, in fact, working, and a group of people approached him and his team and warned him not to work. They said to him, Swane workers are in strike. Why are you working? Stop working. Uh, He ignored them, continued with his work. When he was done, he left. And then he noticed that the same group of people, he identified them by their car, followed him. Uh, He then decided to go to different family members on the other side of the city in Mamalodi. He was then hijacked by uh, the people in this vehicle. He was shot and left for dead, but uh, thank God he survived. I visited him in hospital yesterday, and we specifically asked him, were the same people who threatened you not to work those who attacked you? And he confirmed that to me. So there's no doubt that there is some link. He couldn't identify the people who attacked him or threatened him, but there's no doubt that there is a link given the circumstances of this case. And Stephen, this is what happens when leadership of a trade union act irresponsibly, when they don't come out clearly and condemn unlawful conduct, uh, the situation spirals out of control. And I think it's time that the leadership of SAMU takes responsibility uh, and calls this thing to an end. Um, So the strike, which, I mean, it is a strike, there's been a work stoppage. What impact is it having on services in Swane at the moment? I've seen reports that, for example, rubbish is piling up in certain places. Yes, certainly. It's led to delayed responses in restoring water, electricity. Um, Most of our household waste collection has, in fact, been contracted out to service providers. And uh, even the trucks of service providers that collect waste have been attacked. And that is what accounts for the delay in the collection of of household um, waste. So this has had an effect on service delivery. It's led to major frustration. In fact, I spoke to somebody yesterday who pointed out to me that that there's been even worse uh, delays in, in responding to, to issues in townships because of the circumstances. So what Samu tries to, is trying to achieve here is, is, is not exactly clear, perhaps to frustrate us to such an extent that we'll be forced to pay money that we don't have. Um, you've been firing some people who are on strike or trying to. Isn't that just going to raise the temperature? Well, there has to be clear consequences uh, if we if we fail to implement employee-employer agreements and the, the basics of labor law, then I think the city will be sending the wrong signal. It will be saying that, uh, you know, unlawful strike action doesn't come with consequences. And let me also point out that our labor law is very much on the side of employees. And so the city manager has gone out of his way to issue various ultimatums and to give employees who aren't at work the opportunity to explain their absence. 
Some have, um, but most have, have simply given the generic answer offered by Samu. And so this is really, dismissals are really in these circumstances, the last, last uh, measure that you take uh, in order to inf- enforce the, uh, the employee agreement. You're applying for an exemption to not pay this increase. And I understand that, and the process has been explained to us in the past. But workers are really suffering. I mean, I realize that you have financial problems in the city of Tswana, and I realize that, in a way, as mayor, you have to be responsible for that. But to not have an increase in these times of very high inflation and very high food prices, do you understand what that does to families, the pressure this puts some workers under? Absolutely. These are devastating times, and as hard it is, as it is, for folks who work for government, it's even harder for folks in the private sector. We have to be honest, it's it's a very difficult conversation to have, but at some point we've got to admit that the minimum wage in government is about 80 to 90% higher than the medium wage of folks who have work uh, in Gauteng. That's not to be glib about it, it's it's not uh, to, be, to be blind to the difficulties that, that folks face uh, especially those at the lower rungs of, of the, the salary scale. But the point is we've got to look at our local community as a whole, the, the people who need to pay for rates and taxes, and as much as our employees are part of that, uh, if we grant salary increases that the city cannot afford, those will have to be picked up by uh, residents of the city in in the next budget cycle. And we know, given the low collection rate, uh, folks are not going to pay. We're just going to see more and more non-payment, and it is going to lead to a financial death spiral for the municipality. And it's not unique to Tswane. I mean, Tswane has had a number of shocks, but if you look at the liquidity of, of local government of municipalities in South Africa, if you look at the salary increases that have been granted the past decade that have on average been 1.5 to 2% above inflation, Uh, then you understand the difficult position that we're in and that we will have to make these tough decisions and carry them through, not just in the interest of residents, but in the interest of of municipal employees who want jobs and bonuses and and all of the things that that apply normally. Um, Certain parts of the city will be affected by this in different ways and by the strike in certain ways. I mean, Haman's Kral, you've been using water tankers often to get water. Are they particularly affected by the strike at the moment? They don't seem to be um, affected, um, so thank God for that. But, you know, our Metro Police and our security services are stretched to such an extent that anything could be next. And that is why we can't afford an escalation of the violence and criminality in this case. And we really do have to place the pressure on union leaders who have been, by the way, denying that there is an unprotected strike. They've been telling the Labour court that there's no such strike. Last week, we approached the Labour Court. Unfortunately, we were denied uh, an application for, for contempt of court. This morning, we're in the Labour Court again with new evidence, and hopefully that, that order will be granted to us, and that will enable us and the South African police to act decisively to stop the escalation of this matter so that um, services such as water tankers don't, in fact, get attacked. So, Leah Brink, thank you very much indeed. The mayor of the city of Tswane, uh, the SA Municipal Workers Union. We have been trying to speak to them over the last couple of days. I'm hoping that uh, we will hear their side of all of this in the next little while. Your view on the strike in Tswane. Uh, of course, someone denies it's a strike. 86 2032